Salam, everyone, and welcome to Lami Inspires Podcast. to Lamy Inspires podcast. My name is Lamia and I am called Lamy. I'm here to inspire you through discussing topics that are dear to me and sharing some personal experiences along the way. This part two of episode two will be a little bit special. I want to defeat the odds <laughs> and I want to try out something new. I mean new to me as I wasn't able to record at home, so I actually just moved to Germany for real, like for good. Um, so it's been a month ago, and so the flat where I will be living is not fully furnished, so there is really too much eco that can't really be um, modified or edited. So I thought, okay, let's think of a solution. Um, and then a friend of mine also suggested that maybe I can do it outdoor. And so I thought this weekend is the perfect um, opportunity for it because um, I came with my husband to um, his parents' house and they have a really, really beautiful and nice garden. So you might be hearing some birds, sometimes maybe bees. Um, I'm also scared from bees, but hopefully no one will touch me. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's really very uh, relaxing here. Uh, there there is um, nice sun, not too much, but there is uh, just enough. There is a little um, breeze, a really nice wind. So it's it's really nice. It's very nice. So uh, I thought, yeah, I could try it out. So yeah, I don't want to make this intro even. Um, longer so let's get into it okay so as stated earlier in the previous part of this episode two so you will be discovering the characteristics of people you should keep in your life and surround yourself with you know those people who spark joy in you and you also get to know some tips of how to declutter your social life and get it tidier to live more peacefully or at least just to avoid anxiety coming from people um, this obviously includes social media and the one-to-one -one interactions in your daily life. And obviously I'm going to share with you how I did it because I had to do it. Okay, so you must be asking yourselves, who are these people that spark joy? And who are these people I should keep? I think it's more difficult to realize that, okay, this person I should kick out from my life and it's easier to um, think about the people that you want to keep. It's, it's easier because you know that. I mean, you have a feeling for that. So, But if I have to tell you like who are these people, at least according to me, I would say inspiring people who are not not that materialistic also in in their thinking <laughs> good <laughs> that was my um father-in-law great he can only speak german so <laughs> uh whatever so yeah um 
also empathetic people and uh, feel free to check my previous episode about empathy to learn more about it people who are able to do sacrifices and compromises for you um i don't want to talk too much about it because as i said like it's people that you can easily choose i will summarize it in a few sentences it's those people that make you happy by make you happy, I mean just meeting them or talking to them make you happy. You know, um, when I sometimes meet one of these people, I just feel like, oh, you feel like really deep happiness inside. And I don't know how to uh, explain this, but you really feel like you can be yourself 100%. And these are the people that you should keep in your life. But then what about those in the middle? Not sure if they like you or not, but also you're not sure if you really enjoy being with them. They suck the most of your energy as you put efforts to reject them, but in the most polite ways, or you are trying to be the most empathetic. These are super dangerous for your mental balance, as you don't want to lose them, but um, they also feel too heavy for you. And... Also because they don't fit in the category of those that spark joy in you and they don't fit in the category of the toxic people category, you must put them in one of the two categories and then proceed. Feel free to take a pen and paper and just write down their names and decide. This will help you free so much mental space for reflecting and thinking about other things that are more useful for you. But seriously, you have to put them in a category. They shouldn't stay like that, because they are really the most dangerous for you. Now that we know the characteristics of the people to get rid of, and the people to keep, let's move on to the how. How to declutter your social environment. Um, I was called cleaning bitch in Budapest. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't even know if it's supposed to be a compliment or what exactly. But this is a fact. <laughs> you guys need to know that I am quite a tidy person. I was called clean bitch because I was all the time bitching around to push people to clean their stuffs or keep the space clean. Yet I had hard times to tidy up my mind and declutter my social environment when I first started it. So don't worry, it's not supposed to be the easiest thing ever, but it's not supposed to be the most difficult neither. Trust me, I did it. Anyone can. To help you follow my thoughts, um, I also would like to put it in two parts, social media and their real life, because, yeah, social media is not really real life, or is it? I don't know, for me it's not. <laughs> okay, social media. So, first thing you have to start with, and this is also something that Marie Kondo is suggesting, and it's to visualize the perfect social environment. Before you start your decluttering process, imagine the perfect social environment you want to have, which means to, um, I mean, the people you want to keep in your life, and that would spark joy in you anytime you get in touch with them. Going into details is absolutely helpful. Be specific about what you would like to surround yourself with, and from the time when you wake up in the morning, the last thing to do before you sleep, etc. So visualize your ideal life and relationships with your partner, family members, friends, colleagues at work, whatever. Imagine yourself living this ideal life. Write it down if needed, as it will help you stay motivated, you know, to keep going. 
The second thing to do is to actually get rid of unwanted items. Here, um, Marie Kondo is suggesting to say thank you to the items before, you know, throwing them or giving them away, which I think is weird, but maybe to make you feel less guilty, you know. Um, you can do that if you want, but for me, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't need it and I didn't do it. You know, all those people that came to your mind right after you've heard me saying people to discard, they are the easiest. If you thought of this girl who is bringing you so much anxiety and stress because of her non-constructive critics all the time, or that guy who likes to make you feel small and can't stop bragging and talking about himself, I don't know how he's getting girls easily or how all the money he has, how confident he is, etc. So if you thought of some specific people now, then it's really high time they're kicked out from your life. In the following, I am sharing how I actually tidied up my social media, mainly in two ways. Um, first way is to unfollow, <laughs> and second way is to follow, as easy as that. Okay, so let's start with the unfollowing. I did this some years ago, in 2015, in uh, summer 2015, I decided to declutter my social media. I wanted um, inspiring, positive, motivating, and peaceful newsfeed. After going through some really tough times in terms of depression mainly, negative self-talk, feeling lost and useless in the word, you know, depression, I decided to start wearing the veil hijab and change my daily habits, including praying more and, you know, just getting more into the practice, but also getting a bit away from the materialistic things of life. I can maybe dedicate one episode to tell you more about my journey and how I was able to find that super luxurious and priceless peace of mind that I use from time to time um, and it's always a struggle to get it back for an overthinker like me. But anyways, I didn't unfriend people because it is harsh on some and also it's okay for me to keep them in my friends list, but I just unfollowed them. You can go to the person's profile and click unfollow and then they wouldn't appear in your newsfeed anymore. These people were the ones sharing useless posts, like, I don't know, sharing a post that is just stupid to me, or I feel like useless, or sharing negative posts as well. Like, I don't know, this girl was raped by these men, this man went to jail because he's gay, those guys were sentenced to death because they expressed themselves, and so on and so on. Not that I am ignoring the, these issues at all, the problem is absolutely the inverse, I pick up so much negative energy from these facts and news and I would spend the whole day just thinking about it with a heartache and emotional pain. Sometimes I wouldn't even realize that that post that I read this morning is the reason behind my anxiety and sadness of the day. Um, I know these situations exist, but I just don't like to see them everywhere, you know? It sucks all my positive energy. So go to your social media channels, only Facebook and Instagram in my case, fortunately. And go to your friends or the accounts you follow one by one, daily, and then ask yourself the question, do you enjoy seeing the things they post? If not, just unfollow. Simple as that. The other person won't even realize that you unfollowed, so just do it. And if you go to the point of unfriending them and they realize, well, that's great, because they'll get to know that you are pushing them out of your life, but also that your relationship is damaged without having to do it face to face. So if this is something that you want to avoid, like the face-to-face, -face, this is easier. Okay, the second part is to follow. After unfollowing the things that you don't want, 
Then you've emptied the space to add things that you would like to see more. I also started following some motivational content pages and I pinned them. For those of you who have never tried this, it's really awesome. You can pin some pages and they'll be the first things you'll see on your newsfeed every time you are on Facebook. So the first thing that you see on your newsfeed once you open Facebook is a positive, inspiring, motivational content. I thought I could maybe share with you as well, for example, some of the pages that I'm pinning and following, like Goalcast. Most of the time they share inspiring stories, usually in video format. There is the page Thinking Minds, uh, they share quotes and some articles. There is a French page, by the way, uh, called Les Déviations, for French speakers. Basically, they give you hope that you can still change the events of your life by... Um, dropping everything you currently have and just starting from scratch. The other page is called Impact Theory and it's by Tom Bilyeu. That is absolutely amazing. I love his shows. For me, he's like the male version of Oprah. Like he mastered the art of asking the right questions. And I never ever get bored watching his shows and I end up learning so much and also getting new perspectives, which, uh, by the way, helps the brain keep being creative. Now it's awesome. You got rid of all the negativity online so you can be online and get the most of social media in the most positive way. But what about real life? We're not living online all the time, so we will somehow have to face these people. In the following, I will share some tips. So first, I want you to understand two main parts or statements or facts and really be convinced deep inside of you that one, people are allowed to behave the way they want. The way you respond to them is what you can control. You give them too much power over you if you keep being sad about the way they behaved or if they said something wrong. All you can do is to modify your own perspective and own behaviors towards them. I know it's hard and it won't happen in a blink of an eye, but if you're able to cry, crack, crack, <laughs> crack this mindset, then you're halfway there, like to the ideal peace of mind everyone is seeking. Um, once I shared the post about empathy after releasing my episode one, talking about empathy, um, and Yusuf wrote to me, Yusuf is a friend, he wrote to me after I shared it and he said that you can't always be an empath with everyone, otherwise you'll end being taken advantage of. But he also shared saying that he is the kind of person who prefers not to break things, but instead to repair them and keep them. In the episode one about empathy, I talked about empathy and I shared with you guys the ABC way of how to be an empath by listening actively, observing others, and being open about the other's experience. Well, what if you did all this, but the other person is just not worth the efforts in the end? All you could see is evil from this person, or just the person is not caring. What if to sum it up, this person is toxic? Then you have to let her go. Because trying to change another person who doesn't want to change is really like pouring water in the sand. And how we say in Moroccan, but it's also draining you from your own water, which is your positive energy in this case. So stop trying to fix people. The second fact or statement that I want you to really convince yourself of is that it is your right to choose who you want to spend time with and how often. 
it's really your right and no one has the right to push you to do it otherwise. People who aren't sparking joy in you and who, you know, you're not enjoying spending time with have to leave your life and you'd rather cut them out from it. Then you'll tell me, oh, but let me wait. What about family members that are toxic to me? Stay tuned because I'll get to that in a moment. So what if this toxic person or these toxic people are family members? First, you need to know that there are so many people struggling with their family members and have so much anxiety to live with it. What you should be convinced about is that you can't change them. Even if they are your parents, you can only adjust some things and, you know, just get prepared emotionally. Stop getting involved in solving other relatives' issues. You are not supposed to be the psychologist or therapist of the family. You are not trained to handle all those emotions. Imagine all those years that those therapists have studied and learned how to be a practitioner in this field. And all the internships they have done. This killed me a lot for some time, especially when I was working in Budapest in Hungary. Out of genuine will of helping others and because I can be somehow a good listener, I had my positive energy drained super fast. The only sad part about it is that when I wasn't able to provide this emotional support anymore, because I obviously needed to keep my, you know, my own positive energy for myself, some of these people got mad and took it very personally that I'm not supportive, you know, as, as if I was obliged to do so since the beginning. So the favor became an obligation and I would never, never allow that to happen again. And you shouldn't neither. Then you should limit requesting opinions from those people. You know, share your projects and things you want to do with the ones you trust the most and not someone who would easily go and tell everyone about it. Basically, don't give to these people the opportunity to share their opinion about your own life decisions if you don't want them to get involved in it. And don't tell them anything personal or to anyone who might tell them. You should really try to keep your life as private as possible, super away from them. In this way, they don't know much about you, so they don't have the opportunity to criticize anything. The three last advices I would give, and they are like concise, but I think they are really summarizing the whole thing of how to do it when you are dealing with a toxic family member. First, don't assume your old role. The way you were treated is also related to the way you behave or even the way you are expecting them to, to treat you, you know. The second part, don't let yourself get in trigger, triggered. Triggered? Oh my god, what is happening to me today? <laughs> Maybe it's the sun. <laughs> okay, so... You're having troubles to keep yourself from catching the bait of those fishermen or even fisherwomen of your family. If this is right, then this should stop. You should learn how to guess when a bait is thrown and to just let it go and watch it float in the water, stay outside of the shit. You know, sometimes there is someone who gets angry or sad and you find yourself trying to fix the problem and suddenly you become the subject of the problem. So just stay away from these situations. Just let it go. Um, I feel like I said let it go too many times in this episode too. But it makes sense. It, 
it's just that the song keeps coming to my ear all the time. But anyways, so let people say whatever they want. You will be surprised. What is this sound? Okay. You will be surprised um, how everything will change. Mel Robinson is talking about an example of situation of a busy road. She is suggesting to be a pedestrian and not a passenger. Just stay on the sidewalk and watch the traffic. Whatever is happening, let it happen and just don't get involved too much. And the last tip is empathy. You should develop your empathy or at least activate it. So accept if... If you are dealing with narcissistic people, then empathy is like just a waste of time and you are just hurting yourself and yeah, it's just bad for you. But it's um, usually all these negative things and behaviors are usually just unexpressed hurt feelings. Um, my relationship with my dad changed a lot, like drastically, and it is currently the best it has ever been since I started to push myself to understand what he must be feeling. I mean, he's my dad, he definitely loves me, but things changed and everything became calmer. I, I really don't know how, but I, I just try to really think what he must be feeling or why he is behaving in this way. And, you know, I just started to accept that there are some things you can change and instead of trying to correct ideas and all the time going against this person just to let it go and then everything was okay so we are almost done now back to the quote i chose for this episode too that is from marie kondo herself and she said because obviously you forgot sorry guys i took some time to record this part too but anyways i can repeat it so she said the place we live should be for the person we are becoming now and not for the person we have been in the past after understanding and getting convinced of having the right to choose our social environment, but also sharing with you some tips of how to actually do it in a practical way, do you agree with Marie Kondo? You can think about it a bit. I think that this quote is totally summarizing it all. We sometimes have problems to be a better version of ourselves while we are our main obstacle as we keep repeating you know this sentence you, you hear it a lot people saying it when you tell them about changing or when they are trying to um like explain their behaviors they usually say this is how i am or this is who i am which is very very wrong because my dear whoever you are you can be whoever you want to be all you have to do is to have enough will and courage to delete the previous and really bloom living the life that you always want to remember. What happened in the past stays in the past and the present is all yours. So please take great care of it. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening and remember... Okay. There are some bees next to me now and I'm freaking out. Okay. <laughs> so thanks for listening and remember if you want to support me and what I do please share you know subscribe comment and like on SoundCloud and leave a review over on iTunes if you can you can also follow me on Instagram on uh, lami.inspires that's all for now but I will see you inshallah in the next episode of Lami Inspires podcast Islam.